For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. This is great. I don't. I don't. Yeah, when you you left high school, you got your GED yes. and you left high school. Right. How was your high school graduation? Oh, it was terrible. Why? Uh, because I went to a mostly inner city high school. Um, and what does that mean? It was. When you say it like that. Well, I was I was of the minority, which okay. isn't a problem. I I actually got along with all types of people, all uh-huh. races, colors. It doesn't matter to me. But the graduation ceremony was ridiculous. It was more of a party than it was a graduation ceremony. They were, uh, you know those loud horns that people blow? Air horns? Yeah. Air horns that you're not supposed to have. Yeah. It's supposed to be a nice formal graduation. You get your name called up. I couldn't even hear my name called because people were making such hooting and hollering that it was it drowned out the names being called. It was ridiculous. It was on the a, worst experience ever. On a side note, air horns that you're not allowed to bring into the Emily Arena. Did you see that thing that I tweeted out the other day? No. I think it was a St. Pete Times article about all the things that were confiscated on the way in after they found a gun in the in the arena. That wasn't real, was it? What? All those knives and all that yeah, stuff? Yeah, well, not yeah. from one. I saw that, too. I thought that was just from that day. No, that no, was over no. the course of the year. Right. right? Oh, okay. Because I was going to say. That did you was... see what a majority of that stuff was? Pepper spray. Yeah, a lot of pepper spray, a lot yeah. of knives. Oh, and a lot of pink brass knuckles, too, which means chicks are walking chicks. around with brass knuckles. Yeah. What, Carmen? What do you got? Well, I was going to say, yeah, of course women are carrying that stuff because there's so many creeps out there. Uh, you're right. So. And I think it's smart. But um, I want to know what they do with all that stuff. Like, can I buy it? No. I'll give him a hundred bucks for the whole box. <laughs> Side on scene. That's a hell of a deal. Hundred and fifty. <laughs> Make it send it to give it to charity. I want all those knives and brass knuckles, man. Cool stuff in there. I wonder if they allow the people to come pack and pick them up after the game, like after they confiscate them. You know, they're like, "Oh, well, hold on." Just like at the airport with you, you had the knife in your bag, and they made you mail it home. Yeah. Do they? Do you think they set up? No, some but they probably tell like you that? you can go back and put it in the car. Right. They wand you and they find it. You could probably go put it away, and people are too lazy, so they go just take it, <laughs> throw it away. Just take it. I don't need these cat pointed brass yeah. knuckles they have here. Those are scary looking. I yeah. do not yeah. want to get hit with those. No, you don't. But they're the like. Does anybody? Do you ever read a story about anybody that got hit with those? <laughs> yeah, but I'd pick regular like brass knuckles, like the metal ones, over the ones with the points, because those look like they'll pierce you. They look like Batman. That's yeah. what I. Lo- every time I see them, I go, "There's Batman in, in brass knuckles." I don't want to punch anybody and get stuck in their chest. Oh. Like, I don't want to go pull my. Oh, hand that's out perfect. Then you can wheel them around. Oh, oh no! Face. My uh, my high school graduation was pretty normal. I was they they don't really tell you if your diploma is going to be in there if you're one of the kids like me who are kind of always on probation. I thought they just mailed it to everybody. No, you got up there. I remember I got up there. I remember Danny Lazaro went up there first. He was the first of our friends that was like in our group. So he didn't know if his diploma would be in there really? for disciplinary reasons or academic well, reasons. Well, don't they tell you, like, when they say you're not going to walk in graduation because... If, if you're, you're somebody who, if you failed a million classes and you know, no, yeah, you know it. But if you're somebody, like, they would hold it back for disciplinary reasons. Uh, we didn't like what you did last week. You'll have to do 10 detentions now before you get your diploma. Oh, or, yeah. or we also took finals... And not all the finals were calculated before our graduation. So some of us, like me, were up there and they're like, I don't know. And I remember Lazaro was the first person to get up there. 
and he walked in, and they handed it to him, and he went like this, and he kind of opened it really slow, and he peeked into it, and then he broke out into a little dance while he was on the stage. Awesome. Because he, he was genuinely excited that he got it. And my, the principal handed it to me, and I was dying to look, and he, as he gave it to me, he said, don't worry, it's in there. And I went, okay. Good. Awesome. Yeah, so it was... Uh, mine was mailed to me, so that made They just mail them? Yeah. I walked off stage of mine. It was great. Well, ours, they had to mail ours because the year before, uh, our the senior class when we were juniors, they did a prank where uh, none of the guys wore underwear, and they all mooned everybody. And then, so now, uh, for us, they had to mail them. So if you did anything at graduation when you were walking, you'd get, you know, have to come back to complete summer school. So that's <laughs> what they did. They did that with our college diploma so they wouldn't everything was blank and then they would mail it out to you so i didn't get mine for like six months after i graduated college well, so. i worked in a restaurant in my senior year of high school with all these older guys and they were all trying to get me to do a senior prank really? so bad yeah they're all like drugged out losers now <laughs> and they wanted me to set stuff on fire yeah, put bees in the ac well, one guy's like let's go down to the there was like an area called Richmond Town that was like the old, it was all the first settlers that were in Staten Island. It was all old school colonial houses. He's like, let's go get one of those white ducks from from Richmond Town and we'll paint it like your school colors. Just let it go during the ceremony. And I'm like, what is your problem? <laughs> yeah. I'm not spray painting a duck. Good it's luck. Not funny. Yeah. They, uh, in my high school, they did uh, they greased up a pig and let it loose in the hallway, and it was funny until the pig down, fell down the steps and broke its leg, and then oh. they had to kill the pig. I, know, I, was, I was a freshman. I go, why is that poor pig so sad? I had no idea. Why didn't they just bring it to the cafeteria? I know, that's a good point. Because <laughs> that meat isn't fresh. I mean, yeah. the meat that they're oh. serving is old from like three years ago. When did you go to school? You're in Jersey. How did they get a pig in Jersey? Atlantic I never saw a pig City in my life. High School was a weird place. You could get anything in Atlantic City High School. I, I never saw a pig in my life until I moved to Florida. That was the best high school because <laughs> if you wanted to smoke cigarettes, all you had to do was go to the E-Wing bathroom and then you'd tip the little Spanish lady who was a security guard. You'd give her oh, a cigarette. Oh, I had like a bathroom no, attendant. No, you'd give her a Lucy, which is like a yeah. loose cigarette, and then you'd go in and you'd get the smoke and then you'd come back out and you're free and clear because if anybody came in, nobody's going to pass the security guard and go, there's people smoking in there. Uh, well, no, I'm a security guard. You're not going in there. And I wasn't into any of that stuff. I didn't smoke. Anytime I went to the bathroom, it was legitimate. I had to go to the bathroom. You're really, you sound like you're really missing out. No, no. <laughs> no, I'm saying is how, how odd it, the only time is like I, on the second floor, I only went to the bathroom to go to the bathroom when I had a poop. I've only pooped one time outside. I only pooped one time in the regular bathrooms. Yeah, the, the rest special of the time I, I had a hidden one that yeah, I'd go yeah. to. The teacher's bathroom. Yeah. But uh, I, I'll never forget, I, I was in the, I had to leave class one time because I had to go so bad. And the, and the bathroom that was right there I knew that the entire school would be there when the bell rang in like three minutes and I would not be done in three minutes. <laughs> so I ran downstairs to the first floor bathroom because it was a little bit out of the way and even though it got some traffic it'd be out of the right. way. And I had to go so bad that um, I had to wear a shirt and tie. When I took my pants down, the sh shirt tail didn't make oh, it out no. of the way. And, oh, and that's how bad it was. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't, I can still wear the shirt, but it was just gross. That is a real emergency. <laughs> but I, I was in the, nothing is worse than when you're making a number two emergency style in the stall and the bell rings. Oh. And now the small bathroom is filled with kids. And you're in there. And now most of them know that I could kill them, but right. they don't know it's me. Right. And all they know is that somebody's in there having a hard time. <laughs> and I'll never forget Mike Orlando. He wadded up a thing in toilet paper and wet it and threw it in the bathroom. And it hit me. And I had no choice. If I was to come out and hit him, I'd be like, then he'd know it was me that yeah. stuck it up. So I had to let it go. And then years later, after I graduated high school, I'm talking like 12 years later, I found out he got arrested for <laughs> attacking a cop. And he went to jail for uh, like a long, and I was like, good for you. Yeah. Good. You threw That's that toilet paper yeah, at yeah. me. 
And I finally was getting some justice. Did you do a fake voice or anything when you were in there? He hit you with the toilet paper? I just sat there and I waited. Please don't throw the toilet paper. I waited and waited and I cleaned up. And I went to my class so that nobody would know it was me the whole day. I had to get out there and soap up my shirt and clean my shirt up. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you right now, high school poop is not good. No. I, I feel your pain. If you're on your way to school right now... Maybe girls, Carmen. I don't know what it was like for girls because you guys always have to go in stalls. Well, and I was going to say, like, your story, you know, when girls are starting their time and you don't know, it's a very similar situation where you just sit in the bathroom and you, like, I started crying. Well, because you got it at school? No, I didn't get it at school. I was lucky enough to get it at home, but uh, I was actually out of school for two weeks after my first one. I went on medical leave. From that? Yeah. It was really bad. It was re- from your period. Yeah, no was, one knew what it was. It, no, it was really bad. I actually had to wear a super. Did you mask. thought you were shot? No, <laughs> it was like I just I wasn't normal. So like when not and I started so late that when I did start it nope. was a floodgate. Nope. All right. Yep. Yeah. Nope. Keep going on this turn. Well, that's what I'm saying. So I literally. How I, old are you? 18. What? How old were you when it happened? Uh, 14. That is late, right? Yeah. And I actually, I was like l- laid in bed for two weeks. I couldn't get up because anytime oh I got God. up, it was literally to go to the bathroom. My high school girlfriend was the same way. She couldn't, like, she would miss two weeks of work. She wouldn't go to school. Yeah. And, and she would lay on the couch and she would have, like, such bad cramps that she would, like, throw up. Like, that's how bad it would oh, get. That's got to be fun to be See, around. See, luckily, I didn't have cramps, but I was just so bad that I would bleed through. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Anyway, right. so it would, well, so it's kind of it's like, yeah, you're not you're not being right, but I'm just legit. saying it's like Mike's story. Yeah, it's like Mike's story where he had to clean up. Like it would be so bad that right, I'd have to go gross. home. Now you're getting gross. <laughs> to go now. Yeah, before it was clinical, and now you're just it's now you're grossing every out. Anyway, that's no. probably the biggest problem. We yes, used, all our bathrooms. First of all, uh, I went to a Catholic high school my junior year. They ripped all the bathroom stall uh, doors off all the stalls. So yeah. if you pooped, you had to poop with the stores open because people go in there and smoke jail. Yeah. Well, that was my Catholic high school, but when I went to the inner city high school. Everything was carpeted, even the bathroom, which is weird. My freshman year, the carpets were bathroom, right? It's like a hipster's beard. So first, my freshman, my freshman and the sophomore year, they started replacing all the carpet with tile. Then I went to a Catholic school my junior year. I came back, and in between that two-year gap between sophomore and senior year, there had been so many fights that the carpets had been stained with blood that they had to rip all the carpeting out of the high school and replace it all with tile because kids would get beaten to death in the middle of the high school. Not, but you not know, to death, you know but how nice it is to land on carpet after yeah, you've been punched? Right? As, opposed as opposed to, to tile? Tile, yeah. Wow, that makes my... Now I feel bad that Mike Orlando's in jail <laughs> for doing that. Uh, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because there is a story about a Georgia principal who just lost her mind at this graduation. I'm going to play you the audio. It's shot from a camera phone from what seems to be like the family member of somebody who is graduating. It's a white lady, uh, an older white lady, and she is the principal, and she is, I guess, had to... There was a valedictorian speech, and I guess they forgot to put it in the program, so people started leaving before the guy finished his speech, and she jumped on the podium, and she was yelling at people for being disrespectful, which did not fly very well, and then she got extremely racist with the whole situation. Here we go. And did somebody do something? Like, was there like a... Because she tried, she asked for one of the kids. You'll hear her call one of the kids a coward here. You can't do this on graduation now. Yeah, I'm thinking y'all owe this young man an apology, especially that goober that was coming through with his little thing. Oh, goober. It was an iPad. 
What happened? He, I guess a kid went up with an iPad and was filming something, and she got upset that the kid went up there with his iPad. Periscoping his graduation. She, she called him a goober. Yes, yeah, yeah. Don't worry, it gets worse. Where are you, you little coward? Come on back up here, let's talk. Oh, what? So now, now the uh, folks that are in the in the auditorium are looking around, and I would say like a dozen, maybe twenty people are getting up and slowly walking out of the graduation. At this point, the graduation's done. Let these folks get through with this. You know this principal is an all-star jersey. What's happening is that the the people are leaving the graduation. They're leaving the auditorium. And the principal is saying how rude that is. And she's asking them to close the door so that they can't leave. And now she loses her mind. She said, look who's leaving, all the black people. And now, the black people aren't leaving. They're coming back in and oh, they're yeah. walking towards the podium. In the vest is the kid behind her. You can see it, like the one that who's supposed to be giving the speech. The white kid? The in, other white yeah, person in the room? To, is like just runs away from her, like off the stage. And there are other oh. uh, black students up on the stage in the graduation album, which I assume are honor students, yeah. and they begin to walk out. I mean, let me rewind it. Let's enjoy this together. To not listen to this speech. It was my fault that we missed it in the program. People walking out. Look who's leaving all the black people. Every black person in that place just stood up and walked toward her. <laughs> How long after she said that do you think she regretted it? Oh, uh, you gotta think immediately, yeah. But she's standing there with her hands on her hips like she's proud of saying it. The place is uh, in chaos now. Uh, I'd, I'd rather not finish my speech. <laughs> Can I go? I studied really hard on valedictorian. Please don't have me get killed. At and that ends graduation. Everybody walks out. Oh, yeah. It's over now. That's Everybody great. walks out. So, But she had a really good reason for doing that. Of course, yeah. in the newspaper over the weekend, they caught up with her. She will most likely lose her job. Yeah. She had a very good reason. In a fleeting moment of frustration... The devil and not oh. deep-seated racial prejudice no. prompted a Georgia high school principal <laughs> to make racial remarks at a graduation ceremony on Friday. That, according to TMT Academy principal Nancy Gordick, who has stepped forward to apologize after she was captured on a cell phone video condemning people for leaving early by saying, Look who's leaving. All the black people. Gordick's comments sparked an immediate uproar with people in the crowd angrily approaching the podium and exiting the ceremony in protest. On social media, the comments provoked 
even more outrage as people all over the country called for her resignation. There are a lot of uh, <laughs> uh, people on social media saying that she's going to be out of a job and telling her she should be leaving. Right. There's no way she makes it. Dante Lambert, a TNT graduating student who was in attendance, told the news that the incident began when Gordek dismissed everyone early, inadvertently skipping over the valedictorian speech. She forgot the final speech, so she dismissed us all at first. Then she told everyone to come back. One parent got mad, and he told his child to come on, and they walked out. Video footage before the racial remark was made shows Gordek condemning the crowd's behavior and calling an unidentified individual a little coward as the room grows increasingly tense. In an interview with NBC News, Gordek mostly echoed Lambert's account but referred to the crowd as disruptive when the school's valedictorian was offered a chance to deliver his speech. She said she couldn't bear to see the once-in-a-lifetime ceremony ruined. When I looked up, all I saw was black families leaving. She said it again. Oh, wow. She said it again. Oh. When I looked up, all I saw was black families leaving, and thus the comment. <laughs> uh, Dante's mother says she was unmoved by the principal's explanation. She needs to get out of the field of being a teacher or motivator. She doesn't need to be in that field at all. Uh, a terrible mistake on my part at the graduation ceremony on Friday night. Gordek wrote, the devil was in the house. <laughs> yeah. No, it gets better. The devil is in the house and came out from my mouth. <laughs> I deeply apologize for my racist comment and hope that forgiveness is in your hearts, in your big black hearts. Yeah. <laughs> the devil was in the house and came out from my mouth. That's exactly, that's a quote. Uh, Debbie, just say it. I don't think I should. Just say it, Debbie. <laughs> Look at all the black people. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> the devil is in the house and came out from my mouth. Yeah. Oh, Debbie. Great I just want to know why the last Nancy. why the last Nancy. speech was the valedictorian because normally they do like the valedictorian speech before they have the. Well, they missed yeah, right. they missed it in the program. I don't know whether that was necessarily the last thing or whatever, but they she dismissed the people and then realized that the valedictorian hadn't given his speech. So, but in like what world, if you're some type of authority figure, if you are losing your authority, do you just say, "Well, I'm just going to be as rude as possible now to everybody leaving, and here we go." Yeah, I don't know. That, she, she lost her mind there. Uh, the, <laughs> is the devil back again, I think? I, the devil uh, was definitely in Nancy, and it came out Nancy's mouth. So uh, She went on to say, it was not a statement of racism. It was just my frustration. Yeah. So mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if the devil had anything to do with that. Ah, oh, God damn it. I'm trying to turn on the <laughs> devil microphone. It's not working. <laughs> all right. You'll have to do your own devil. That's all right. Uh, on Saturday, Gordick's son came to her defense on his Facebook page. Oh, imagine being the son. Yeah. Posting his address and telling critics of his mother to come see him. Facebook. Oh, that's smart. Oh, yeah, do that. That's good. Idiot. Uh, I'm here for a dumb white kid. Uh, what was rude was someone standing up during the ceremony and walking around with a tablet with something written on it. Oh, I Actually, I got to read this. Exactly the way it was written. Okay. The principal's kid. Uh-huh. What was rude was someone standing up during the ceremony and walking around with a tablet with something wrote on it that was rude. Now, regardless, my mama, not racist one bit. She's done nothing but help kids, so you all need to get stories straight. They, they on purpose, printed it as exactly yeah. the way it was written. Let me read it again. What was rude was, W-A-D, uh -huh. someone standing up during the ceremony and walking around with a tablet with something wrote on it 
That was rude. Now, regardless, R-E-G-A-U-R-D, regardless, my mama, M-O-M-A, not racist, one bit. She's done nothing but help kids, so y'all need to get stories straight. Wow. So stop on by and see us, and yeah. I'll explain <laughs> it all to you. Let's go. Spanish, we should send you to the kid's I'm house. Down, we got the you. address. Yeah. My God. Look who's leaving. All the black people. <laughs> uh, the devil. Oh, Nancy. That's good my luck. new excuse for Good luck on your job search, lady. The devil came out her mouth. Yeah. Spanish. Next time I forget, I'm going to be like, the devil made me forget. Mike, how the show hello? Hey, Mr. Calfe, how you doing this morning, sir? Good. What's happening, buddy? Well, you know, I don't want to... This is going to be controversial, and I... But, I mean, I know it's racist, but what if she was dead-on accurate? That there was nothing leaving but black people? I mean, if it's still racist, or is it yes. sexual? Why would you bother to point that out? Why wouldn't you say, look at y'all leaving? Y'all rude people are leaving. Why would you say... Yeah, yeah, right? Could you say, listen, I, I find uh, when I tell a story, so say I'm driving home and I get a flat tire and somebody stops to help me and it's a, an older black man. When I tell that story, I'll be like, and then this old black dude stopped to help me out because it's descriptive and you want to create a picture in your head when you're telling the story. But if you're just calling it out to the people, there's a whole room full of people that got up and were disruptive and walked out. And all she showed is the angry black people because she's a fat old racist white lady. But, and I guess you could play the devil went down to Georgia with that, too, if you really want to. The devil came out my mouth, sir. That's what happened there. Mike Caldesholo. Yeah, hi, Mike. How you doing? Good, sir. How are you? I'm hanging in there. Um, I'm on my way to work, and I'm listening to it. And one question is, okay, is that how we're supposed to act? Now we can't even, you know what I'm saying? I guess she said it in a public forum, black people, she didn't say the N-word. Oh, she wanted to. She absolutely wanted to. And listen to me. She was being extremely racist because she was mad that day, and she looked around the room, and she saw that uh, there was, it uh, looks like a majority of the room were black people. And the way she's saying it, you can hear it in her tone. And I'm not putting words in her mouth with the devil, but she says... <laughs> She says, and look who's leaving, all the black people. She might as well say, of course, all right. the black people are leaving because a white kid's going to give a speech now. Has she said, all the people that are leaving are the people not listening? That's one thing, but to point out color, or that makes saying, it racist. Look at all you rude people. Well, didn't have to okay. say, it didn't have to say who they were. I mean, she, she went out of her way to point that I'm out. I'm sorry for interrupting. I don't want to be cut off. There's one more point I'd like to make. I turned down the radio and I just caught the end of what you were saying about telling stories. Now, that's funny. Well, not funny, but it's kind of the same with me. When I tell a story like that and I'm hanging out with people, but when we use black people and we're hanging out with white people, we won't say it about white people. We'll just be like, you know, we're hanging out with this guy. You assume, the other hand, because I think the other- you, you assume that, uh, like, all right, so I'm hanging out with these guys. So in your in your story, you're assuming you're hanging out with a bunch of white guys. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's part, that's most, that's racist. <laughs> it is. But here's, here's the funny thing about it is uh, my buddy, Rob, who is black, is still black. Uh, but I would say, like, if I was saying something, whatever, I'd go, Rob, and they'd go, who? And I'd go, my black friend. Yeah. And then uh, I asked him, I go, do you ever do that? Do you go, you know, blah, 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 Galvin, and they go, who? And you go, my white friend. And he goes, yeah, I totally do. Yeah. So I, it, but it just seems like you're like, I don't know. Am I yeah. supposed to? Like, people can tell that he's black by looking at him. <laughs> if you would be like, you know, colored okay, Rob. But as you get, as I'm getting older, 
I literally at work, I'll think about that. I'll think about, you know, now I think about what I've been saying. Uh, you know, I, I mean, with what's been going on in, in the world and stuff like that, man, I don't want to think about things like that. But you know what? Just to be on the safe side, I need to think about things like I don't know. All man. right, don't I, get all preachy on me. I get what you're saying. I know, Let me, I thank know. you, sir. All right, thank you. And I don't have a problem. Like, I have a problem with what this woman said. I don't have a problem with her being fired for being racist. You can be racist, and, and that's fine. That's your opinion. You're allowed to have an opinion. You're not allowed to say it out loud. Right. And, and the problem that I have is this person. Not in her position. Yeah, you're in a position of leadership. You're a principal of a school. You're supposed to teach these children. So if you're blatantly racist and you're out there saying this stuff, then you should lose your job. It's yeah. because you're showing that you can't lead a group of people. People, especially if the, that group of people, by the judge, by looking at that crowd, it was predominantly black. You can't hate the people that you're supposed to be. No, and that's the thing. You know how if that's the one thing she says out loud, you know how much she must have said under her breath yes. over the years. Every time one one student came into her office, I guarantee oh, she's been black. Kid. Yep. <laughs> if y'all black kids just would have studied a little harder, yeah. And then she—that's the absolute worst. And you're in the worst position to do that. Um, I don't. I have a friend. Uh, who I'm still friends with today, who married a, a black girl, a white guy married a black girl, uh -huh. and she was the first person to bring that up. She said to me, uh, Corey just said, and Corey's another friend, Corey just said that, uh, 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 telling a story, and, it's like, and then this black dude came in, she's like, that's so racist. You would never say that. And I go, I always say that. That's yeah. just when you tell a story, you want to add as much detail to it as possible, and you don't say a white guy stopped to help me because you're white. And if you're black and a white dude stops you, you're most like, and then this white dude came by and helped me out. It's just how it goes. It's just how we are. And, I, and, and like, I know what you were saying, sir. As you get older, you start thinking about these things. It's like I always go back to my grandfather. For years, I grew up with my racist great-grandfather in the house. And he wasn't mean racist. He was just, you know, he was my great-grandfather. It, it was so... It was timely. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, he still called black people colored people. They threw the N-word around with no problem. And and the one example that I always bring up is when we got Chinese food delivered, my grandfather would call them chinks right to their face and not to be uh, a dick to them just because he was so used to saying that. And then when you get older, you have to realize <laughs> on your own that that's wrong and you can't do that. Sadie, the chinks are here. Oh, how they must have spit in our food. I can't even think about that over the years. Delicious, though. All right, 727-579-1025 or 1-800-771-1025 are the phone numbers. We do have some stuff to give away. We will do that with Sporkle next. What do we have, Carmen? I remember you telling me a whole bunch of stuff. What We have uh, Lewis Black. We have Last Comic Standing. We have the Rays and the A's, which are what? Did you look it up? Uh, no, but I've had people tweet and uh, e or text me and stuff. Mo texted me at like 6 in the morning. What a rat. Yeah. What did he say? Athletics. Yeah, I wish Mo oh, Thanks for ruining our bit, Mo. Yeah. Listen, you jerk off. I still think it's better. As it would have been better classes. if Mo gave you bad information. That would have made me happy. Wrong stuff, but yeah, you're like, oh, I'm sorry <laughs> I found out it was astronauts. No, I knew what it stood for, but I just don't agree with it. Oh, so. good. Way to stand your ground. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, good you. <laughs> Steve and Julie Weintraub here for the Golden Diamond Sword. If you're thinking about getting engaged, Golden Diamond Source is your one-stop destination. Shop, compare, and save at the Golden Diamond Source. 3800 Almerton Road. Or online at goldendiamondsource.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. 
Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.